Welcome to Made for More podcast, where faith and personal growth converge. I'm Julia, and I'm honored to guide you on a journey of empowerment and transformation alongside our occasional co-host, Omar. We are passionate believers and advocates for unlocking your God-given full potential. Join us as we explore the intersection of faith, life, business, and relationships, igniting a fire within to embrace the truth that your life is destined for greatness. Together, we'll uncover strategies, insights, and stories that inspire and equip you to become the best version of yourself. Get ready to embark on a fulfilling quest towards personal and professional fulfillment, guided by faith and the unwavering belief that you, my friend, are made for more. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the next episode of Julia Keeps It Real. I have one phenomenal woman here with me today. Um, She's actually one of my coaches. Yes, coaches get coached. I highly believe in that. Um, And so I have been following Heather Shriver Burns for a couple of years now. I kind of was a silent watcher at first. And then I was like, okay, I like this shit. And um, I just, y'all know me, if you've been listening, I'm very big on being real and raw and authentic. And that is who she is. She's not afraid to be herself. And I think that's what attracts so many people to her. So without any further ado, Heather, how are you today? I am so good. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm doing pretty good. Will you let people know a little bit about you? Yes. This is like one of my, uh, I love this question because I'm like, well, how far are we going back? Right. <laughs> so goodness. So how, you know, probably how we got connected, how did I become an entrepreneur to begin with. So I became an entrepreneur eight years ago when I was a mom and I had no, I didn't really even know that I had the entrepreneur bone in me, but when I was on maternity leave, I didn't want to be a stay-at-home mom. I never thought of that even while I was pregnant. That wasn't really an option. But once I had that baby in my arms, I couldn't fathom putting him in somebody else's arms for the entire day, driving an hour into the city to work, all those things. So I basically hyperventilated for two weeks before the maternity leave was over and the Lord put network marketing in my path. And it came into my world really from like a, just a very genuine, I wanted to get healthy. I was a brand new mom, never had, you know, I was always trying to be skinny in my twenties. And so I didn't really understand the concept of health. And I thought, oh my gosh, I had so much more to someone else to take care of. So I need to be healthy. So I started a network marketing company that was all around health and fitness. And I became an online health and fitness coach. And, um, from there, my eyes were open that, wait a second, I don't have to work for somebody like I can actually work for myself. So I ended up getting on to the network marketing bandwagon and I'm like, I see the opportunity. And so I have built three different six, seven and eight figure network marketing businesses, had a lot of success in that industry and also had some of my lowest moments of my life in that industry in 2018 ended up losing it all. And in losing the largest business that I had built, I ended up finding Jesus is all. And so through all of this, I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I have done a lot of other things too. You know, the whole idea of multiple streams of income really sounded sexy to me. Yeah. And uh, so I started a faith-based apparel business. I started a boutique and I also started coaching in addition to the network marketing coaching that I was doing. So I was doing a lot of things in addition to being a mom of what, three? Well, now three. Yes. Over the course of, of those years. Yes. Uh, we were kind of, they're all about two years apart, two, okay. two and a half. And so yes, added a baby, 
out of the business, out of the baby, pivoted a business, out of the baby. Um, and so, yes, mom of three. Um, and goodness, I have just learned a lot over the last eight years of this entrepreneur journey. And so, yeah, it all got started in network marketing. And here we are today as a coach for other um, kingdom entrepreneurs, women who want to do business, but they see that it's so much more than a business that it's also an opportunity to be the light uh, of, you know, of Jesus and the hands and feet of Jesus. Yeah. So I guess I kind of want to go a little bit more there because, you know, like you said, having all this success in business and network marketing, and then, you know, kind of knowing that you needed to shift gears, but knowing, I kind of feel like you do things a little differently. And I, and I love you for that because, um, there's not a whole lot of faith-based Christian-based coaching that's tied into network marketing and just really owning that. But also I just feel like you have such a passion and purpose to help women turn their business into a business tree. And I just kind of want to know, like, where did that passion come from? And you do it so well. So just how do you feel like you just continue to be able to have a success with helping women transform their business into a business tree? Yeah. So that actually started in my very first network marketing business. They had these like concepts, they called them, um, what do they, they call them vital behaviors. So they said, if you do these things, your business will thrive. So this, that was kind of like their, their Bible was like, do these three things and your business will work. Well, when somebody told me do these three things and your business will grow. And I so desperately wanted to be home with my baby and quit my corporate job. I was like, I'll do these three things. And so for the first several months, I was relentlessly doing these. I was like, yes, I'm going to, I'm just going to keep, keep going, keep going, keep going. And and my business was growing. Um, at the same time, one morning, I, the Holy spirit kind of like knocked, tapped on my shoulder and was like, Hey, Hey, uh, those three things you're doing for this business actually are three things you could be doing for me and you could be doing with me. And I do believe there's a difference between building a business for God and building a business with God, but oh my goodness, that is my mom. (laughs) My dad just had a, a big accident at work. So, um, sorry about that. Um, so anyways, uh, back to the question, I'll get back to her in a second. Um, now my, my train of thought is all gone. Okay. So, oh yeah, the Lord. So he convicted me one morning about, so there's a good chance she's going to call me back just so you know. Um, so he convicted me and said, listen, like these three things you're doing for this business with so much passion and so much conviction and so much belief that this is going to work. I want to show you how that actually works in the kingdom. So one of the principles was to be proof that the product works. And he's like, Heather, are you being proof that Jesus works in your life? Like, are you being proof to the world that I work, that I can transform your life? You think, you know, these shakes and these workout programs are going to change somebody's life, but guess who is the true source of transformation? I was like, oh my goodness, that is so good conviction. And then the next one was to um, do personal development every single day. Mm -hmm. I was reading books upon books, upon books, upon books, upon books. And the Lord was like, when's the last time you picked up the Bible? When's the last time you picked up my book that literally has everything that you could need, right? And there's nothing wrong with personal development books, but you're spending way more time learning from experts and other people when you could be learning from me and I can tailor it to exactly what you need. And it'll be supernatural. Like it'll be something that doesn't even necessarily make sense. And so I was convicted there that I'm spending more time not only working out, but I'm spending more time trying to build this business and I'm spending more time reading books than I am spending time with the Lord 
and reading God's word and praying and growing that relationship and really being transformed in that way. And then the last one was to invite, invite, invite. And so that's that idea of being unapologetic. You should want to share this with everybody because it works and it'll change their life. And this business could change their life. And the Lord was like, when's the last time you invited somebody to church? When's the last time you invited somebody to a Bible study? When's the last time you invited somebody to take a look at your, your, your transformation opportunity with Jesus. And that morning he opened my eyes that like, Heather, this isn't just a business and I want to bless you with it. And I already am. And I, you know, there's, there's that potential there, but this is an opportunity to be a light into the world. Mm -hmm. And so from that moment on, I, I just saw my business in a much different perspective. And I realized that it wasn't just a way for me to make an income. It was a way for me to make an impact and not just an impact here on this earth, but an impact in the eternal, our, our eternal life in the kingdom of God. And so that's when everything changed. Um, so good. Yeah. I love that. I remember you, um, Heather has a podcast and I think you changed the name. So we yep, were it's, yeah, it's, uh, we just rebranded. It's called seek first CEO, seek first CEO podcast. Yeah. Okay, and we'll drop that in the show notes. Um, so y'all won't miss it, but so I love listening to our podcast. Um, and I remember the first time you mentioned that to me and I was mind blown. I was like, Oh my gosh. Cause every business has like their daily five or their do these yep. things. And, and like you're saying, share, 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 but you do, you get that conviction. So whenever you told me that, or when I listened into that the first time, I was like, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh. That like tugged at my heart and hit me hard too. So thank you for sharing that. I think it's one thing I've learned is a lot of times I would keep God to myself a little bit because it was my experience. And it, this was, I heard his voice, but I started sharing that more because our God downloads, even if it was for us, can be a blessing to other people. So I appreciate you for sharing that story because it really did change my life and my trajectory in business as well. So thank you for that. Yeah, that's my heart too, is to show believers, you know, you don't have to be, if you're being as passionate about, you know, a, a sports team or this hobby that you have, or these products that you have, or this business that you have, like we should be as excited to share with the world the hope and love of Jesus. And yeah, that does take courage because not everybody is going to accept it. Not everybody's going to want, you know, they'll say you're religious, but that's another thing. I really try to show people that it's not all about, it's not at all about religion. It's about a personal relationship with the Lord. And that too, that's a whole other story. Like I grew up, you know, in a church that was really had some very religious ideas and it looked really good on the outside. And so I worked my whole life to be a good girl, to be good enough. And that's part of why I, I realized later on in my, in my entrepreneurial career, that's why I worked so hard. I was trying to prove my worth and to prove my value. And like, you know, if I'm a good girl, God will bless me in my business. And so maybe I'm just not being good enough for it. And it became this works-based religious system. But the more I have learned, and it really did take me losing it all to find Jesus's all and to know that my business is not going to bring me the financial freedom. It's not my business. It's going to bring me time freedom. It's Jesus that brings me freedom and freedom in everything. And that's, that's included like, you know, the financial part, the time part, everything else. Yeah. So I think there's just a lot of lies that we believe from the world about business. And that's my heart is just to open you know, believers eyes to see that that's not the way that the kingdom works. Mm -hmm. And so we get to do it different. Yeah. I love that. I love that. You always want people to like, we get to do these things. Um, so before we move on to my next question, I want to put in a little plug here. Um, if you like you search seek first CEO on Facebook and things like that, you're going to find Heather's group where she is currently doing what a, a week's worth. I know we're towards the end of the week. You're ending it 
but you can still watch the replays and check out in the group. I know a few of you guys are in there because I shared her group once before, and I know I see a lot of friends in there, but tons and tons of information she's sharing right now. She goes into even more detail with some strategies around that. So I don't want y'all to miss that. So I will put in the show notes again, but I just had to put that in there because I'm like, I don't want to forget because you're saying things right now that I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot what day it was, but you went into some good detail on, on that. So wanted to make sure people know. Um, talk to me a little bit because you said, you know, you, you lost it all and you always had to bounce back in business. And you also had to go from one business to the next business, or maybe you didn't have to, you chose to do those things. And then you had to kind of pick yourself up and, you know, move on. And I just know in general, being a coach, sometimes people also think like, we know it all, life is perfect for us. And we have to, a lot of times take our own dose of medicine, um, look out for other people, but just when those challenges come and the hard times come, or you struggle in your faith, or you struggle in, in, okay, I have these business goals and they're not going the way that I thought they were going to go. How do you overcome those challenges? Yes. And I think that's one of the things as, as once, you know, when we own a business, you're a leader and everyone, you know, we look at these influencers online and we think, oh, well, they're, everybody is an influencer. <laughs> everybody is. And so you have a leadership role, especially as a child of God, like your role is to be a billboard for Jesus. And that doesn't mean walk around telling everybody verses and, you know, preaching and like holding picket signs and saying, you're going to hell if you don't, you know, if you don't accept Jesus, it's, it's through your actions, through your words, it's through just your, your, your light and, and your, your vibe. Right. So that's such a good point, Julie. And I love that you said in the beginning that yes, coaches have coaches. Guess what? I have coaches and I wouldn't be here today if I didn't have the coaches that the Lord has put in my path. So how do you pick yourself up and keep going? Well, I think that's something really cool with like kind of my inner circle, Like right now I'm in the middle of a launch. A launch is a, such an emotional process. It exposes so many lies that you're believing about yourself, lies that you're believing about God, lies that you're believing about this business. So whether or not like you're going on this run for network marketing, or you're doing like a 90 day push, right? Like it starts to expose a lot of the thoughts you actually believe about yourself. And so that's every person, because guess what? The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He doesn't care whether you're starting a business or whether you've been in business for 20 years. He wants to get you off course so that you don't operate in your identity in Christ, operate in the power and the authority that you have through the Holy Spirit. So it doesn't matter whether you're new or not. The enemy is after the same thing. And so he comes after me, just like he comes after Julia, just like he comes after the woman who hasn't even started yet. And so um, I think that's something really good to remember, especially when somebody has accolades like, oh, you know, I've, I've built and sometimes I even like despise, like not despise. Like I'm so grateful for the blessings that God's given me in business, but to like, tell someone that you build an eight figure network marketing business and, and you lost it all too. You know, there's like a whole story with that. And so people are like, oh, but I don't want people to be attracted to me because I built this successful business. I want people to be attracted to me because they see something different about me. They see a light about me. Something's different. My words are different. My vibe is different. My everything's different. And that is Jesus, you know? So how do you keep going, Jesus, <laughs> when you are so convicted that you know that this is your calling? Like, you know, so sure that this is what God has called you to do. You keep your eye on the prize. And that's what the Bible says. Like we are all running a race. We're running a race. And so sometimes we run and we try to, you know, we're, we're trying to race against the person next to us and that's not what it's about. And so when you understand who God is and who you are and the mission he has you on, you really do. You don't look left and you don't look right. You can stay ahead. And, and do I have disappointments? Yes. Just had one not too long ago where I launched something and I, I didn't achieve the goal. And of course, you know, my first questions are, okay, what did I do wrong? How could I have done better? And so I had a lot of like really deep 
talks with the Lord. And so much of this whole journey, it's all about perspective. And this is where I'm a, I'm a certified neuroscience coach. So I'm all about the brain. Um, but I'm also, I'm about the Bible first, but then I'm also, I see how the brain has tied in and how God's, you know, like the, like the verse, take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's how I keep going because when the enemy plants the seeds or he starts to whisper those lies of like, you're not good enough, or you, you, you know, whatever, whatever the lie is that I can take that thought captive. I make it obedient to Christ. I remember who I am in Christ and what Jesus actually paid the price for. And then I get to keep going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gosh, I love that. Oh, so much goodness. And I can't say enough that if like she, you can just tell how Heather's mind works and she's like ready for it. Like, Hey, I got this nugget, this nugget, this nugget, like so much knowledge in that head of yours. And so I just love, I just can like sit and listen to you all day. I can listen to your podcast all day and your lives and your trainings all day. So I hope people feel the same way. Um, let's wrap with this because you do have so much knowledge and wisdom. And I know that you feel like, you know, you're thankful that God gives you this, so that way you can serve your community. But for the people in the back that like, Hey, I love all this, but can you just simplify it for me? Can you, can you just give me one tip, one strategy, um, that I can, can walk away with today and run with, what would that be? Yeah. I love this question. And I know some people might even roll their eyes with this, but I'm telling you, I've been at this. I have done, I've done a lot of things and it's as simple as what the Bible tells us to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. What happens as people, uh, and I, I imagine like if, if you and I are very, we're a lot alike, right? And so the people that probably listen to your podcast are probably a lot like us. So you're ambitious. You see that God, God, God's created you for something like for such a time as this, you believe you're an Esther, but you're like, oh man, some days it just doesn't, it doesn't hit the same, but being a seek first daughter, that is where I get all of the, the wisdom, right? When we get wisdom, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And then wisdom is from the Holy Spirit. So when we are spirit led and we're not following our flesh and following our soul, which is where our mind, our will, and our emotions are stored. And so really being like, like for the, when you get disappointed or when you don't know if this is like the right thing, or it's, it's being led by the spirit of God who lives inside of you and living above the noise. And so how do you do that? Well, you have to seek the Lord. And so I've had a lot of people, you know, I've shared my testimony and every time, even when I would share, people want to know the step-by-step process that it's taken me to get to where I am. And yes, do I have trainings on those things? Yeah, sure. But I can't, I cannot like lie about the fact that this is really God. And so it's what I believe is that when we bring our natural, like our natural state of excellence, because the Bible does say we should do everything with excellence, right? So but when we bring that, when we bring our best, which is not perfect, don't get those two things twisted. The only perfect person to walk the earth was Jesus. But when we bring our excellence and we're truly doing our best at where we are, God puts his super on it. And that's where we get supernatural success. And so people don't want to hear that though, because that doesn't make sense. And we're always looking for a very tangible, tactical way to do things because we want proof that it's going to work. And really what that showed me in my own life was that I didn't actually trust God, that I was trying to do things in my own strength and my own might. So how do we, how do we really understand who God is and who we are and, and in Christ? Well, we have to seek him first and his righteousness. So what is the, what is the, what is heaven and the kingdom say about you and business and the world and how you get to do things. So that's it. 
get into your Bible. And the good thing about that is it doesn't just impact your business. It impacts your relationships, your, whether that's like your husband or a boyfriend, or it impacts your job. It impacts your, if you have kids, it impacts everything you do. And so yes, it impacts your business, but it impacts every single area of your life, your health, like literally everything. So seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. We chase after all these things and forget that we're supposed to be chasing after the Lord. Yes. Oh, so good. I love that. And I, I think I even noticed a difference. Well, I don't think I know. I noticed a difference when I started having my business and my ministry of what we're called to do here on earth, which is to bring people to Jesus and putting them together. And on top of that, when I truly started to feel like I'm a, you know, I'll say this, past control freak, right? Um, not currently in that setting, right? Um, but I still do love control. But at the same time, whenever you ask Jesus to take the wheel, that doesn't mean you're in the driver's seat anymore. And I think that's so important when you mentioned, like, it really just shows that you really didn't have a whole lot of faith. And I think that when I, because, you know, you feel good, like you said, you, you're, we have people that are listening in that they're ambitious, they're doing all the things, they're staying consistent, like, that's usually those people that are like, why can't I get past a certain success or this certain ceiling? And then all of a sudden you think back, goes back to those three things you said in the, in the beginning about, you know, what people are having you do consistently, but were you inviting people to God? Were you showing proof that he works? And once I started to take some of your own tips and advice into practice into my life and my business and reading the Bible and just kind of being more intentional, I had the same story where I'm actually, I know I'm an educator, but I don't like reading. I actually really love math. So I listen to audibles and all that to grow and podcasts, but I wanted to not just like listen to the Bible on my Bible app. I wanted to actually have the hand in my hand, rock and write and highlight and really kind of know the word. And that was when things started changing for me. That's when I had the most success in business was when I truly partnered with God, like you were saying, and not only just like, this is something that I'm doing, but this is a business tree and I want to seek him first and that's going to be my party and everything else will kind of flow into place. So I think that's yeah, kingdom strategy. Like there's, you can follow the experts and there's nothing wrong with taking expert advice, whether that's from Julia or me or whatever, there's nothing wrong with that. But like God often will take you on a path that doesn't make sense. Like look at the Israelites, how they journeyed from out of Egypt to the promised land. If you watch, if you follow that path, it's the long way, but sometimes God takes us the long way. It's to position us for the promise. And so, yes, it doesn't always make sense, but when you tap into kingdom strategy and that's supernatural that like, you know, for me, there have been seasons in my life that my business actually grew when I worked less, that God was like, Hey, slow down, stop working, focus on your family, focus on your kids. And I'm like, Oh, it doesn't make sense to do that. But my business actually flourished and it grew. So God will ask us to do things that don't make sense. And I think so many times it's, do you trust me? Like I have good things for you and I see your potential and I created you in your mother's room. Like, yes, you were created for such a time as this, but it's a heart issue. Do you trust me? And are you doing this with me or are you doing this on your own? So yeah, so much goodness. Yes. I just, I love you and I love your heart and I love, um, I just, yeah, we're, we are cut from the same cloth. (laughs) I love you too. I love this conversation and I hope it's been a blessing for other people. Um, Heather, I know I'm going to put in the show notes, but just anything else that you can Tell us about how people can uh, connect with you. Yeah, you can find me on my podcast, Seek First CEO. You can find me on Facebook. If we have a Facebook community that's incredible with thousands of other women just like you seeking after the God first and keeping him first while building a 
crazy successful business, both by the world standards and God's standards. We talk a little bit about that, but um, it's called Seek First CEO Mindset and Heart Set for Christian Entrepreneurs. And then, um, yeah, my website is currently being done, but it will be heatherschreiberburns.com. So that's under construction, but you'll be able to find that there too. Perfect. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for all that you do, all the wisdom and everything that you just do and give freely, because I know you want to help people. And like you said, impact lives. So thank you for being here on the podcast, because I know you did just that today. Truly a pleasure. I love you and I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you.